Welcome one and all to another episode of Average Joe's Podcast. I am your original host, Jazzy Josh Raymer, joined tonight by three fellow college dodgeball enthusiasts. It has been a long time since we got on mic together for a podcast, but with sports pretty much shut down, we are doing a reunion show just for you, the NCDA fans out there. So, Gentlemen, let's go around the circle here and introduce ourselves, starting with you, Mr. Newton. Well, my name is Zach Newton. You might remember me as the guy who kept this podcast almost exclusively not about college dodgeball for nearly two years. Uh, between uh, yelling about Tom Brady, making fun of Jazzy, and uh, eventually getting upstaged by Uncle Randy, uh, I'd like to think that I contributed a lot of quality content to this podcast and a lot of uh, good times to college dodgeball from Bowling Green, Kentucky to Bowling Green, Ohio, and those being the only two cities I was ever allowed to travel to. <laughs> All right, uh, Heichelbeck, hit us up, man. Uh, I am Alex Heichelbeck. I was also present for most of those things that Zach Newton did. Uh, also didn't help keep it on topic very much. I was also, I think, Four years in a row, the least improved dodgeball player on our team. <laughs> somehow still was the alternate captain for a little bit. So it's a crime it's, of convenience, I guess. It's because you were good with paperwork. And uh, we knew that you were CPR trained. So if someone were to get, you know, <laughs> smacked in the heart too hard, you could revive them. I have rich parents, so it's good for liability. That's right. That's right. So the fourth member of our crew tonight, the Italian stallion, you know who it is, Felix Introduce yourself to listeners at home. They know who you are. You're the most like recognizable face of college dodgeball for the past decade. Uh, probably the most well-known, time. well-known WKU dodgeball alumni of all time. Uh, four-year president of the NCDA. Just uh, wrote the Constitution. Just all around. Like if we ever do a logo for the NCDA, that's like a player throwing a ball. It's going to be Mr. Felix Peroni, whose uh, silhouette they use. <laughs> well, thank Felix, you how's it going, man? <laughs> good, good. Um, it's been all oh, I'm still here. <laughs> um, yeah, you haven't gone anywhere. No, no, this is my last year, though, uh, in an administrative role. I think, I think 12 years is enough. So, um, <laughs> 12 yeah, years, I'm still yeah. very with it. Yeah. So two, our, two doctorates in dodgeball by now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> for sure. Should we call you Dr. Peroni for the rest of the sode? I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to do it because Zach's not going to do it. So. That's right. <laughs> Newton, How a lot of this happened. <laughs> yeah. Newton and Heichelbeck, wasn't you all's nickname for me, the big giant head when we uh, were doing the show? Yeah. Oh. Look at how small your shoulders still are. I know. It's Has been it 12 years and you didn't put on any weight or do anything to distract from the size of that noggin. Right? Nope. I don't, I don't know what to do with you. Honestly, you know, you're a dad now you got all this cool stuff going on. And you didn't put on any kind of, I don't even know, are these lats? Is that what this muscle group is, Felix? This is a question for you. These right here. The, no, the, yeah. yeah. Raymer, get you some of these. Shrink your head a little bit, fella. It, Come on, it doesn't work. All the all the weight gain just goes straight to the middle. Zach, you uh, also look almost identical you did in college, just more dead in the eyes. Yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. You know, I turned 30 this year. and it, You know, when you turn 25 and they send you the box of driving talent and your insurance goes down, when they turn 30, they send you a healthy dose of bitterness in a very similarly sized box. And uh, I opened that right up and it just hit me dead in the face. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's pretty obvious that you're, you're completely dead inside. Um, but, uh, you know, still still able to bring some joy to the Average Joe's podcast. So thank you for that, Zach. Joy is a word. That's joy easy. is a word. Yeah. That, I was trying to be generous, you know. 
You're going to make some people laugh, I think. <laughs> I doubt that very much. <laughs> so, guys, let's kind of catch up here. We introduced ourselves a little bit, but uh, for those who, you know, weren't listening to Average Joe's podcast uh, about a decade ago, uh, let's catch up with where we are now, what's going on. Um, I was the uh, founder and president and captain of WKU Dodgeball for three years. Uh, from, let's see, 07 to 2010 when I graduated and uh, stayed on a little bit after that in sort of an administrative role, uh, helped start the um, the second iteration of the NCDA website, started this podcast, uh, started the Twitter account and the Facebook page. Uh, and since then, I'm still here in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, still got my first ever iteration of the WKU jersey with our names on the back that we got in huge trouble for because we kept having to switch <laughs> the names out uh, when people would drop off the team. So so, uh, but, uh, yeah, married for, let's see, eight years, just had a son on Valentine's day. So he's eight weeks old now. And, uh, yeah, um, I'm a writer, so I work for a company based out of, uh, Austin, Texas. So it's uh, work from home. So this whole pandemic thing, everyone's having to adjust to working from home. Your boy's been doing that for four years. So I had a leg up on this whole working from home <laughs> thing. So that's what's been going on with me. Newton, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, well, I am uh, older and grumpier than ever, which if you listen to any of the old podcast episodes, that's stunning. Uh, I don't hate Tom Brady anymore. Hey, um, that's progress. Well, I don't like him, <laughs> but I have like a healthy respect for him. Uh, it's kind of the way a lot of people feel about their step dance. Um I deal. I, I don't like. Uh, he apparently filed for two trademarks: uh, Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady. And I'm so oh, bad. I'm not here for it. No, uh, so bad. But other than that, yeah, it's fine. I, he's going to be terrible in Florida. It's going to be great for everybody. Um, and then uh, I'm married. Uh, somebody put a ring on it. Uh, Congrats. She, she's way too pretty. That's why the door is closed because she's embarrassed that I hosted a dodgeball podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, Twitch stream, shameless plug, uh, twitch.tv slash all hail Zactus. If you want to watch me be bad at video games, I'm really good at that. Um, and then uh, I ran into Heichelbeck. I love burritos. I mean, that obviously was existing in college. That's the first. I guess Alex is the only one of you that I've talked to since then, uh, really, because Felix is off wherever Felix is. He looks like he's in the special forces. And then, uh, and then Raymer vanished from social media. And I just thought he blocked me because he didn't want to talk to me, <laughs> no. which checks out. I, I bounced completely out. Yeah, I think you were blocked before I bounced. But, uh, <laughs> surprising. I would block me if I could. I told my, I, so I'm I'm working from home. I'm a graphic designer. Uh, I work for a tech startup in Louisville and uh, live in E-Town. And I told my wife, I was like, I don't know how you've put up with me for this long, because if I didn't have to hang out with me all the time, I would not. <laughs> it's a very overrated experience being around me for this amount of time. But yeah, no, life's good other than not being able to go outside because of the Rona. But uh, other than that, you know, we're, we're getting by, having a good time. Absolutely. I go back. What's going on with you, man? Uh, still here in Louisville. Um, I am an elementary school teacher. I teach at a Montessori school and love it. I did. I was a firefighter um, EMT for a few years and that was miserable. And then got married a little over two years ago and realized that was not a good job to have while trying to start a new life. So elementary school teacher, I still do CPR, first aid certification stuff. Uh, I'm helping actually a former member of the WKU dodgeball team, uh, Tyler, uh, who's we're making Tyler Jerry. 
Yeah, we're making, sorry, yeah, Tyler Jury. Uh, we're making 600,000 face shields, like medical face shields, for uh, Kentucky first-line responders. Heck for yeah, man. The Rona. So I've been helping with that during my downtime. But, uh, yeah, I lived in Japan for four years, got to learn the weird Japanese rules to jo- dodgeball, which are crazy. Of course uh, they are. Of course they <laughs> are. Met my wife while I was there, brought her back here. And, yeah, now it's I cut my grass every other day. That's it. <laughs> Just to get outside? Just to get outside, get away from my wife. It, I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> but at this point, I've done so much paperwork, it seems it seems like a waste to go back on it. So Yeah. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she, that she, you better clear that up. Make sure yeah, gotta, she didn't order, hear that. I'd order Jimmy John's now. I'm going to get in real trouble. There you go. All right, Felix, what's been going on with you, man? Well, I'm uh, living up in Columbus, Ohio. I'm a... Uh, programmer so i i develop data analytics software for researchers at nationwide children's hospital yeah. working with uh, researchers to help try to find cures for diseases and things like that by building dashboards and applications they can use to track progress and things like that um i also i worked from home two days a week before all this started so the full-time work from home was not a huge transition for me luckily um i don't know i'm married Probably I don't know. Wife, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he kids, he just ticking boxes till he dies now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, still involved with the NCDA. I'm the director of community relations. Hmm. And then I'm also the treasurer for USA Dodgeball. Helped start that a couple of years ago. And uh, we're bringing Dodgeball across the United States. We've got a couple thousand members. And um, I don't know, just building it out. Nice. Yeah. I had seen that on, um, online, maybe on Twitter. I still follow the, uh, NCDA Twitter account. So I don't know, maybe if I saw it on there or whatnot, but Felix catch us up. So back when we were all in school, cause we were all in school at the same time, um, early, uh, late, like right, right around 2010, like 2006 to 2010, 12 range. Um, and so back then we had, I don't know, uh, what would you say? Like 20 NCDA schools, something like that, maybe 15 active or something. Uh, it was about that. Yeah. It wasn't what it is now. So catch us up with like, where is college dodgeball right now? And then we're going to, we're going to throw it back to how college dodgeball was a decade ago, but catch us up. You're still involved. What's going on? It's uh, it's, it's grown a lot. The game's a little bit different, um, but we're, we're all over the United States. Um, we have not gone past the, the Rockies yet. Uh, we've got two schools out there. I guess I should say we got Gonzaga and Oregon. Oregon State, one of the two. Um, and tries to throw a dodgeball over the Rockies. Yeah. <laughs> we get a ball over there. We're hoping it'll pick up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, got those two schools out there. But uh, we've got we've got schools in Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana. We finally got Indiana. Involved, nice. Which About damn time. Gap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What took so long? East we got Coast, Ohio. Uh, we got uh, you know Illinois, Wisconsin. Come on, Indiana. Mm-hmm. So who do yeah. we have from there? Indiana just from Indiana. We got Ball State University. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Notre Dame was supposed to start this year, but Rona. Rona. Um, yeah. But uh, we, we got a lot of schools on the East Coast now, which is great. Uh, Towson University uh, from Maryland. They won the national tournament last year, taking Ooh. down Grand Valley. Ooh. So um, East Coast is, is becoming more of a powerhouse, which is great. Uh, but 
the story this year was the state of Ohio. Uh, state of Ohio had three of the top seven teams in the country. And uh, I think there are nine total teams in Ohio now. So it's just kind of exploding wow. from the middle, which is great. But next year, we're uh, focusing recruitment efforts on the Carolinas to kind of, you know, just expand eastward more. So what are we at now in terms of member schools? Are we are we eclipsed 50 yet? Um, we have just shy of 40 active schools. Right. And then we've got some schools that, that play every once in a while. If you count those, we're, we're about 50. All right. Now, no, sadly, uh, WKU dodgeball folded a couple years ago. Uh, I think Nick Johnson was the last active captain. Uh, Uh, Wilson Horner. Okay. Okay. So we know who we need to kill now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We've recorded enough to kill him. Uh, Congratulations, Heichelbeck. You're now involved with a uh, murder conspiracy. I always knew I was going to take the fall for something. (laughs) That's that's why you were an alternate captain for all those years. You guys are so you know what I'll have to dig up here? I still have on my computer, I look at it occasionally, not only photos from the alumni game that we did, um, I guess probably four or five years ago here in Bowling Green, but also the original 2009 photo shoot with the team that we had my senior year. Some really hilarious photos from that bunch, including my favorite where Matt Parsons and Zach Byrne are kissing the two sides of the dodgeball. Uh, so we'll have to dig those up as part of this video to show. I still had a so- goatee in that photo. I looked like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh, we'll, we'll dig some of those up, some fun memories. But, Felix, um, so where was um, Nationals supposed to be this year? Because obviously – College is pretty much on hiatus indefinitely. So uh, along with all sports, uh, you know, NCAA and club sports, both. So what were the what were the plans for national for this year? It was supposed to be next weekend at Ohio State. So it was right in my backyard, which was you know, going to be perfect. I wouldn't have to drive forever. Um but sadly, Ohio State was one of the first universities that kind of closed down, and uh, we we had a, a good head start. We knew that it wasn't going to happen this year. Um, we have a contingency plan to hopefully host it over the summer, but it really just depends on the the development of the virus. Um, if we get into next season, we're gonna, just going to call it and say that Rona was the the 2020 National College Dodgeball Champions. Oh man, that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. So, someone gets to take the trophy back next year. Do you know how many teams were? scheduled for it when it was still going to be at Ohio state. It was like 26. Wow. wow. Would that have been the biggest nationals? Yep. yep. Really? We had uh, 24, two years ago at Virginia Commonwealth when they hosted. And um, this year was supposed to surpass that. I mean, with Ohio state just being centrally located, it helped out a lot. I was going to say, it seems like with the way you guys have developed geographically, Ohio state might be the best option uh, for just teams kind of meeting in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with Ohio state is it's Ohio state and it's a very popular university to host events. And so it's expensive as hell to is host, it? but yeah. once you get past that, it's a great place. Well, I know we, uh, we had a couple nationals at WKU. Um, I believe the first year was right after, uh, I graduated. So 2011, right. 2011 nationals. And then we came yep. back a, a few years later. What was the next one? In 15, 15, yeah, okay. 2015 was at, was at WKU. So that's uh, so WKU still remains one of the, the best or the favorite venues to host tournaments. Everyone loves our campus. Thought it was oh, the, yeah. the prettiest campus. Um, all the teams up in Michigan 
like they still talk about how how pretty the campus is and how much they really just enjoy the gym and the facility. Well, yeah, it's not in Michigan. There's life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and Newton and Heichel back on the commentary for all the videos. So, time. I remember the one at 2011 was the time where that guy broke his leg in three places too. Yeah. Who was, was really that? Yep. It was, it wasn't someone from Tyson mock from uh, yes. Louisville. Yes, yeah. he, and it was so sad because he was supposed to DJ that yeah, night. I remember he just literally was like, "Man, I'm supposed to DJ tonight. Think I'm going to make it?" And I was like, "Nah, man, I don't think so." No, it's no, tonight. If I'm honest, you're probably going to the hospital and going to be there for a while. But a good attitude about it. Yeah, that's good. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the 2011 Nationals was actually the first one where we ever had any kind of live stream of the games from that tournament. And I remember it because uh, we actually used a I don't even know if it's still around anymore. Of course, now you have Facebook Live and YouTube and, you know, tons and tons of platforms to stream things on. But back then, selection was pretty limited. And we actually used a software called Livestream uh, that was kind of cumbersome and not that easy to use. And we were on the the Wi-Fi there in the Preston Center or using the Wi-Fi. Yeah, terrible Wi-Fi. Uh, they hadn't really, I don't know if it's any better now, but it was 2011. So, you know, they hadn't really upgraded the campus Wi-Fi at all, uh, or we were using data on our cell phones. So it wasn't the best setup, but I do remember, I think some of those videos are even still out there. Um, I just remember running around like a maniac trying to get like commentators and cameras and everything set up for that tournament. But, uh, my wife still talks about that game you all played against Saginaw Valley, uh, where you all came close to beating them. I remember, I think it was in pool play and her and, uh, Kendall Swanson, Andrew's wife were both sitting there on the sidelines, just like, and I was graduated at this point. I think Swanee might've still been playing, but they were just sitting there like just caddy with these like uh, Saginaw Valley players and all their groupies that they had there. And it's just one of my favorite memories because she still to this day hates Saginaw Valley because of that game. <laughs> I say I can't blame her, you know, well, it's I mean, a justifiable hatred. Yeah. The Michigan teams always were just like, eh, you guys kind of suck. <laughs> So look at Felix. He's like, oh, God, I have to represent the whole league now. You can't say this, Josh. Absolutely, I can. So, Felix, um, in your... In, Where in was your, this assertiveness 12 years ago, right? I had, I had to be a little all, bit... All his hatred was just directed straight at you, Zach. That's all I, I remember. I no, I wish he would have been more restraining 12 years ago. We'd have gotten so much more done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Felix, in your... Uh, just take off your NCDA hat for a second and put on your just dodge ball fan hat who do you think had the best chance at nationals this year had it actually happened and it might still happen who knows um i'm gonna have to switch mics because i could barely hear anything that anybody's saying um i don't think that's a mic <laughs> you sound like yeah. a robot underwater talking through a, a soda can that's not good um, that's that's actually how i, I sound should we write you want to write it a, on that dry race board behind you for him, you could take yeah, just, like a sensitive Fiesta thing off there. And maybe I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna switch devices real quick. So All right, so we're, leave. Uh, can you we'll, agree we'll, with we'll me? Vamp, if I leave we'll while you're gone. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll, vamping we'll, is our specialty. I was gonna say noon can vamp. So guys, while Felix is gone, uh, why don't you all? Because I have I have a bucket full of memories that we can talk about later. But I go back. Let's start with you. What was your favorite memory from your times uh, being involved with the NCDA and WKU? Dodgeball. 
Oh boy. Um, I think as someone that like never played sports, I was in theater. I did, I did theater for a long time and I was not even a, I, I know I wasn't good at it, but like, it was still awesome finding a sport that was like so welcoming and I could find a way to participate. And I never felt like I was being, you know, shunned or pushed out of it. So I had that, it was nice getting to live that kind of like radio fantasy where I was like, I, maybe one day I'll get to come into a game and save. I never, never happened. There's always a party. It's like, maybe they'll bring me in and be like, Hey, bring in Alex and he can, you know, score the last point or something. But, never happened but uh i just remember it was such a it was such an awesome like mix of people uh and it being so supportive like all the time everyone was always everyone always had each other's back which was nice they did we had a good squad and that's what i always tell folks about dodgeball that is very frustrating is that there's this assumption you know dodgeball is being pushed out of pe and being pushed out of schools and kids aren't playing dodgeball anymore because it's predatory and you know you have to pick teams and then you throw at people so it's kind of violent and i'm like dodgeball is the most inclusive sport bar none that any kid could play and what you just said is a perfect reflection of that it doesn't matter you can have zero athletic talent or background and still come in and be a valuable contributor to a dodgeball team. And so I love what you said there that you were welcomed with open arms. And I'd like to think at least when I was the captain of the team, that's how those squads felt was that everyone loved everyone else on the team, had each other's backs and we just had a blast playing together. Yeah, And it it was so great to go to a game and like invite friends along who hadn't seen any college dodgeball. And you're like, Oh, there's a dodgeball thing. And they were expecting, you know, like those squishy foam balls. And they were like, Oh, it's going to be goofy and silly. And they would show up and see people like running plays and see like the intensity of it. So that was another one of my favorites was seeing someone's first college dodgeball experience, even as like an observer and just being like, Oh my God, like watching someone throw, you know, you know, an awesome and hit someone with it. Just, it was the, the re the replayability of that is, it was just phenomenal. Yeah. So Newton, you weren't actually on the team, but you were involved with the podcast and kind of behind the scenes doing a lot of the commentary. Uh, so what, what were some of your favorite memories uh, we were talking before we got on Mike about uh, you and uh, Heichelbeck calling a game hungover, oh, but were there any, <laughs> that's, were there any other memories that you have that you cherish from that, uh, those college dodgeball days? Yeah, you know, the funniest uh, I was thinking as we were kind of sitting here talking before we started recording, I have no idea how I wound up involved in this. Like I can't I don't I don't know what the like I can't trace the memory back like I so small world gets smaller every day. Um, I remember we did an episode of the podcast with Ben Subcheck, who was at U of L at the time, and I cracked just Polish joke after Polish joke after Polish joke. <laughs> Ben wound up living in E-Town and was one of my best friends for like four years while he lived here. Like he was a bar back at this bar downtown and it was the only bar in town. We were hanging out. I was like, Ben? He was like, no way. And I was like, way. And then, you know, so we we hung out all the time. Uh, He had this really cool downtown apartment that had uh, like a like a rooftop deck on it. And, and we would uh, we would play video games and we'd take his TV up and play hockey on his roof and get drunk. And it was great. Um, but I, the lasting connections, like I, you know, <clears throat> I haven't really talked to any of you guys in uh, years, really, other than, again, Alex, who I've run into a couple of times because we live kind of close together. And I'm in Louisville for work and pleasure enough. 
Um, but it's like it's like we I have nothing to do with that pleasure. No, these rings are not related. We are married <laughs> to different people. Right. But right, no, right. I mean, like I go, we go to Louisville. It's E Town. There's less here to do than there is in Louisville. So I mean, I've seen Alex a couple times, but like the the lasting connections, like just dropping into this conversation and, and catching up with you guys was great. The Bowling Green. Ohio Nationals was a lot of fun. We were not hung over during that game. We were still very drunk. Um, and just like just lasting connections that you form with people. Uh, you talked about the team photo shoot uh, with with the two guys kissing the ball. And I still remember and occasionally use a photo from the podcast photo shoot that we did at your house. Uh, <laughs> I use, I use the one where I'm holding the log, like very menacingly <laughs> next to a fence. Yeah. Uh, I also really enjoy the one where Alex and I are laughing at a photo of your family. Um, <laughs> like there's, there's, I it. Yeah. I remember that. There's so a the random exercise equipment. It's just us doing like bad reps on exercise equipment. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, we, <sighs> There are too many memories to count. Like I, I called into work so I could go to that photo shoot. <laughs> Wasting my time. I forgot about that. Oh like, my god! Like all of this now, like as a thirty-year-old married adult, is so stupid and embarrassing, and that's what makes it great. Like this. Like there's so much stuff, and and I, times have changed so much, and I'm not one of these people. Like kids are so soft, but. But like just the it's stuff just so that we got away with doing is ridiculous. Yeah, that's my <clears throat> when I think about like the legacy of like what we did with WKU Dodgeball, the thing that I'm most proud of, uh, not building a program, not any of the wins, nothing to do with the NCDA. It was the friendships, the lasting yeah. friendships that formed from that team. Like it still warms my heart to see people that met because of WKU Dodgeball that are still mm-hmm. friends to this day like that. I mean, come on, you just, you impacted someone's life for the rest of their life. Like that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I and that's, a bunch of colleges I didn't even know existed. Right. right? <laughs> like, yes. like at nationals, it was like, what university are you from? They name it. I was like, wow, didn't know that was a thing. I'll have to Wikipedia, like read that wiki. Yeah. So, that was fun. Met kids from all over the country. I mean, and you know, just, really had a blast. I mean, I don't have a lot of negative experiences from the actual playing of college dodgeball. Like so many times when we'd have these tournaments and games, like y'all remember battle of bluegrass clash of the Commonwealth playing K and Louisville for these charity games. Like those are some of my favorite memories. I was actually Mm -hmm. talking to Allie the other day about that game. I think it was my senior year. So fall of Oh nine, we had UK up, I think just for a one-off game. And um, it is featured. The reason I got to thinking about it was somebody posted the old highlight video from the NCDA uh, that was that was from years and years ago. And there's a lot of footage from that game in this video, but it was the one where I think we went to overtime and Luke Gillum got the last guy out for UK because he was kind of hiding out kind of close to the scores table on the sideline and then just popped out and drilled this dude. And we probably had, I would say a hundred fans in attendance. Yeah. Do you remember this game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pictures on the side at halftime. We did the um, dodgeball, the movie impersonations. Uh, and mm-hmm. we gave away a t-shirt for the winner, whoever did the best impersonation. Uh, but I was talking about that game and just, that was so cool. Cause my entire family was there. Allie was there wearing this Jersey. I mean, 
like to this day, that is burned into my memory. And I could name off like 10 more games like that, uh, that it was just like so much fun to be a part of. You just felt like you were part of something really cool. The only way I can remember the WKU, the WKU fight song is as a huddle staring at the floor with it being screamed into my ears. The only <laughs> way I can remember the fight song. Yeah, that. And do y'all remember what we always broke it down to before we oh, played? Oh, yeah. Balls deep, baby. Yeah, was, uh, always, always. Always. They still did that. Do they? Do they? Up until the, yeah, up until the very last season. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's, um, it was like pretty cool, like to also see like uh, future generations coming through um, and carrying on some of these traditions. Like I remember kind of the unofficial motto that doesn't really work in coronavirus days, but it was hugs, not handshakes. Like that kind of speaks <laughs> to how familial and uh, friendly our team was. Um, but uh, Felix, to jump back over to the other topic before you had to bop out there, I was saying with the current NCDA taking off your your uh, official hat and putting on your fan hat, who do you think was the favorite going into nationals this year? It was still probably Grand Valley University, or Grand Valley State, but um, Ohio University. They were they've made some incredible. Uh, strides this this year uh, they went from being oh and 29 three seasons ago to wow. going undefeated this year wow and it's like wk they were playing some actually right. like, really good competition they weren't just like beating up on the scrubs yeah wow. so isn't it amazing guys that um over a decade later grand valley state is still the best team in the country <laughs> well you know some things just never change something in the water i guess that i think so they must still have just an amazing recruiting pipeline up there where it's like, oh, you didn't make this college football or baseball team you were trying to walk on to. Come over and play dodgeball. You know, we'll hook you up with a rabid fan base and, you know, 15 trophies in the trophy case. And they just got some of that Captain America serum laying around. They do, man. It's seriously. So, um, and I don't think, I don't think any of you guys were involved because the, the the WKU dodgeball story is kind of a funny one in that uh, the first year that we had the team, I think there were only two people that ended up sticking around to the ne- next year when Alex, you joined and then Felix, you joined as well. Um, and the second game we ever played was at UK. It was against Grand Valley State and they beat us 16 to nothing in one half because we quit at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll never, I'll never forget. We had a guy I went to high school with named Brian Sargent. Um, Not the most athletic guy in the world, but he played and I was grateful for it. And he wore glasses and the player from Grand Valley state, you know, that was really the first time we saw like the true grippy throw. We hadn't seen it up to that point and it scared the hell out of us. Um, And he took a ball to the face. It broke his glasses in half and uh, buried it into the bridge of his nose. So in addition to having a broken pair of specs, my dude had blood streaming all down his face. And that was when I knew we should probably just wrap this up. I think we're done. <laughs> so you're going to say, oh, this guy, Sergeant, uh, he wore glasses. He got hit so hard in the chest, he died. I don't know why I brought up the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> he did die, yeah. I, I, as someone that was still like, it, it was one of our... I don't know if it was for nationals or for another like smaller tournament we did. It was one of the years someone got like one of those radar. Mike McCarthy. That's yeah. what you're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, and we I had a hit me in the chest. 
and we were that we went over to one of the racquetball courts and we had like a fastest throw thing and it was it was mind-boggling the speed that people could put on that grippy throw i can't uh, like I, I can't imagine being the first one to see that happen and be like oh god we they're, they're gonna cancel this sport now or like they're gonna mandate helmets or something yeah it was terrifying and it fun a funny story about that i actually borrowed that radar gun from my high school baseball coach and i don't remember who it was Maybe well, I'm just going to blame it on uh, on Wes Hopkins since he had the fastest throw that year at 83 miles an hour. But um, there, the dodge, the radar gun actually took a hit from a dodgeball. Yeah, I remember this. I think it fell out of someone's hand. I don't think the ball dented it, but it fell out of someone's hand, and I had to take it back to my coach with a humongous dent in it and offered to pay for it because we had returned it damaged to the baseball program. So that was fun. I don't know who was holding it at the time. Were you there? I go back. Do you remember? Oh, that? I was there. I was there watching because I was helping record it. I remember it was, I hadn't felt that way since me and my brother knocked like a lamp off. Like that thing hit the floor. <laughs> and I literally, I immediately looked around for my dad. Like I was expecting to see my dad just <laughs> marching towards me. I was like, Oh God, I broke something. It's not mine. And I was told, so many times like please be careful with this it's not mine and i was like it'll be fine ah damn well <laughs> well we've done it so yeah yeah it was fine he, he didn't make me pay for it so i was <laughs> grateful for that um but felix one thing that i was laughing about the other day too was you know we're for the most part dodgeball teams are club sports they're not the best funded uh you know a lot of people are paying out of pocket there's a little bit of funding now i think to help uh, schools and programs out with costs but Back in the day, man, we were stuffing like eight to 10 people into hotel rooms wherever we went. Uh, your boy always had a bed because he paid more to actually sleep in a bed. But a lot sure. of these guys were sleeping on the floor, sleeping in the sink, whatever it took. That's uh, they were just stuffing them in there. Remember the national mm-hmm. one year, Zach peeing in the sink because the, the toilet was occupied. That happened. <laughs> uh, no, that's a true. That was in Bowling Green, Ohio. We know how I feel about that entire <laughs> metropolitan area. Um I, there were like five of us. Adam Martin drove a two door like Scion, and there were five of us in that car. <laughs> and two of us were me and Heichelbeck. And I don't know if you can tell by looking at us, we are not the kind Bro, of people we're, you we're put in two door cars. Yeah, yeah. God bless Adam Martin. I saw him uh, probably last year at the mall, just randomly. He was sitting there, uh, still looks the exact same. Um, and I think he was in school for a good, like, Felix, she could speak to this. I think Martin was in school for a good, like, eight or nine years. <laughs> I think he hit the decade mark. Did he really? Good for him. Yeah. I think he's got a big, I think he's got a big hemp farm now, like a big hemp operation somewhere in Kentucky. So I think he's doing yeah. well for himself. Yep, he's doing what he likes. I talked to him actually not too long ago, uh, probably around Christmas. Uh, he said he's really loving what he does. Uh, he travels a lot because of it. I think he like helps other hemp farmers. So like when I talked That's to him, awesome. he was in like Bolivia or something like that. Wow, is he still driving the Scion? I don't know. <laughs> I put a huge dent in his car. Uh, <laughs> he was drunk and he's like, "Can you drive?" can you drive me home? I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I get in the car and I start backing out of the driveway, wherever we were. And he was like, Hey, just don't like, you know, hit anything. I was like, I'm not going to hit anything. And before I could finish that sentence, I run into a stump that was in the very middle of this gravel driveway for whatever reason. Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) in Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's on brand. brand What do you do? Yeah. You're going to like, yeah. Yeah, take it out of the stump grinder. No, you're just going to drive around. Brought back horrible, yeah. not horrible, but fantastic memories of when we went down to that timeshare in Florida. 
a group of us. <laughs> and uh, I remember it was we were planning to leave the next morning to drive back to Kentucky, and we everyone was getting ready to go to bed. And Adam comes out and he's wearing shorts, no socks, no shirt, and has all of his bags on his shoulders. He's like, we should just go now. And it took us like 30 minutes. And I remember finally Felix put his dad voice on and was like, put down your bags and get in bed. And he like full on Charlie Brown, like (laughs) went in and just fell asleep, like curled up in a little ball. And Felix was like, I'm sorry that I had to yell, but (laughs) sometimes you got to use the dad voice. I never complain at restaurants, but I called the restaurant that night and complained to the manager that our server was over serving because Adam was completely smashed. And we were just telling the waiters, like, stop bringing him alcohol. Waiters like, I don't care. He got so drunk. He was going Barack Reznor. (laughs) We were like, no, it's Brock Lesnar. And he went, "Uh uh-huh. Barack Reznor. He was like, excuse me, sir, please don't serve another drink. The guy was like, yeah, okay. I got another LIT for you, bud. We just, yeah. Oh my God. That's great. So that, that sounds like Adam though. And it's funny. Uh, you know, I'll still see uh, dodgeball guys from time to time. You mentioned Tyler Jerry there, Alex. I saw him. You know, he has the Clayton and Croom leather company. So I saw him a couple years ago at a show where he was, you know, selling their products. Um, the dental office here uh, yep. locally as well. He's yep. doing some awesome stuff. He is, man. I talked to Zach Byrne probably like three or four years ago. I did their website for their dental office. He, I think, works with his dad there at Byrne Family Dentistry. Uh, I think it's in Lagrange, maybe. Uh, but so you know, I've interacted with some you know, they're for sure locked up. Like, how many for sure convicts? Um, knowing the group that we had, I would Tom say there's got to be in jail. Who's that? Tom Schatzinger. He's so, got to be. <laughs> that's that's the funny one. So that's my favorite interaction I've had with the dodgeball guy uh, post dodgeball was that I thought I had lost the keys to my shed in my backyard, which is like a finished, it's like a man shed. And so I thought I had lost my keys. And so I was like, I've got to get into the shed and I don't know how, like, I don't want to break a window. And so, uh, I posted on Facebook. Does anybody know someone that is a locksmith or can help me out with this shed? And Tom DM me, he said, um, I'll be by in 10 minutes. <laughs> so Tom comes by with a lock pick set and picks the lock on the shed door and has it open. Says, like I picked minute. this up in prison, right? That's where he that. <laughs> and the, my favorite part was I think at the time he was doing security. He was like the head of security for some company, like staffing the security, you know, for this facility. So I was like, Tom's picked up some tricks. Uh, I think he's like (laughs) acing the joint and waiting, you know, to do like a Mission Impossible style, like heist of the place. So I remember so many times in tournaments because he I mean, he was he was the sideline assassin. That was his name. Yep. This close to like fist fights, like the number of times people would get so <laughs> yeah. out of shape, which I totally understand. Like that was such a horrible thing to do to people was was that technique. But it was so efficient. And I stopped feeling bad for him after they got caught by the same thing, you know, five times per match. But I remember him just sitting there all cool as a cucumber and he'd nail someone. They were like, what? Oh, and people would just start yelling sideline assassin at him. Yeah. Yeah. Tom's one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, just because. Wow. Felix he, is sitting right here. <laughs> I said one of one of um, Felix knows where he is. Um, and because Tom, you knew if 
you got into it with Tom, you were going to die. And so that it was not advantageous for you to screw with Tom Schatzinger on the dodgeball court uh, because you were going to come out on the wrong side of that. No doubt about it. Small but fierce. Mm-hmm. That's right. Small but fierce. Um, so, Felix, we were talking about favorite memories while you had to hop off there. Are there any you you have you were involved with WKU dodgeball for a very long time. And so you have a lot of memories as well that you could draw from. But what are your what are some of your favorite memories from back in the day? I have no idea. I mean, it's just (laughs) there's so many. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, there's a lot where I like to laugh at myself. So I like to pick out embarrassing moments that I've had. Uh, You were, I think, when I thought you were talking underwater as a robot through a a garbage can. Um, I think you were talking about the live streaming that we did for Mm -hmm. 2011 nationals. Okay. Um, There is one video and I will never tell anybody which video it is, but you can hear me um, hitting on the the girl who was running the the camera because she was a volunteer from the, uh, the soccer club because the soccer club was helping us run the tournament, uh, just running the cameras. And, the entire game, I'm just sitting up there next to her, just, just trying just to make the game. Oh, sorry, for my, sorry, for my muscles are distracting. Yeah, yeah oh my but God. question. Yeah. No, did here's what he did. Yeah, I was gonna say, did it work? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and that soccer player is now Mrs. Peroni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, here's what he did. He definitely paid like Adam Martin or somebody. Like, all right, look, throw a ball at me about 10 minutes into this conversation. I'm just going to snag it out of midair and impress this chick. I mean, just a minute, Felix. <laughs> it wasn't even that smooth. It, <laughs> it's really one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. And uh, the guys that are on the dodgeball team that I play on now, the Columbus Gamecocks, uh, Kyle Fitzpatrick will bring that video up every once in a while in our group chat and just like, hey, guys, want to hear this again? <laughs> I'm going to go find this. Own. I'm married. Oh, yeah. it's, from, it's from the 2011 Nationals then. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go find this bad boy. I'm, I'm We're a- quarantine board, man. We've got time. <laughs> this is that's wow. right. We're gonna find this thing. So I think were you all were all of you there for the alumni game that we had? Newton, did you make it down for that? I did not, and I don't remember why. I had plans too, and then life happened, but I don't remember what it was. So when I think was, when was the alumni game? I think it was maybe 2015. Yeah, so uh, that sounds right. I wouldn't have made it back for that. I thought you were there, Heiko Beck, because and maybe I'm confusing this with another memory because I remember we were playing against the current team. No, I did. I did come down for that. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I thought we had a picture of you. I, I, I just finished my EMT training. Like I came yes. down like straight from my EMT training. Yeah. So the reason I remember this is because um, there was, uh, let's see, what was his name? Wes Bratcher uh, was a current player. One of the better players uh, for WKU at the time. Took a vicious, vicious headshot as he was falling backwards and smacked his head against the hardwood. <laughs> and I remember Heichelbeck saying this because Wes was hell bent. He was going to get back into the game. And um, Heichelbeck came over to me and was like, I'm pretty sure that dude has a concussion. I don't think he should be playing anymore. And I was like, I went up up and I started asking. I was like, just like casual conversation. Like, Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I was like, 
uh, like, hey, do you know what day of the week it is right now? And he'd go, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah, he, he rang his bell pretty good. He did. He definitely did. I love it because Heichelbeck was always like Johnny on the spot when we had these like insane injuries. Was the, was the leg break the worst one that you ever had to deal with? Alex? The leg break was really bad. We had another one that was at also 2011 on a different day. There was a guy that had gotten hit really, really hard, like, upper kind of up here and he came and asked me he's like hey my vision's a little blurry so i checked on it and i was like you know you can put some ice on it take some tylenol like 10 minutes later someone came and was like hey can you come check on a guy that's it was the same dude it looked like someone had put a tennis ball under the skin <laughs> up here and then so i was like it should that should that's not normal it should be so i was like you should take him to the urgent care center and he went and got x-rayed he had cracked the orbital bone cool oh. out there so he got hit hard enough and i was like did he hit the floor he's like no it was just the dodgeball he got hit hard <laughs> enough in the face with the uh with the dodgeball to crack his eye orbit so that's not wow those, those two were the worst ones I, I don't remember the leg break like i don't think i don't I, either I wasn't calling that game. It, it or was I'm uh, gone. Who was the, the UFL player? Kevin Weir, the one that broke his leg. No, it was Tyson. Tyson Mock. No, no the, the basketball, basketball player. Oh yes, Kevin Weir. It, yes, it was yes, identical yes. to that. He was running backwards and like jumped to make the catch, and when he landed, it just—I mean, it was his lower leg. He had a break in three places. Not didn't into he, it. Not into he, it. Didn't he land on his heel? And it sent all the force up yeah, straight up there. And it literally like it was like a step fracture, like it broke there and then also broke up there. So he just had a free floating chunk of uh, leg bone there in the middle. Pass. Oh, that's so gross. Hard, <laughs> no, see, hard pass. I remember, Newton, you were hitting on that same girl that Felix had been hitting on. So that's why you're <laughs> well, no, he and people, kept at, and people kept coming and saying, hey, can we just move him so we can start the game? And I was like, no, get away. You should. Yeah. You need to buzz off because you should like, can, can I just look at it? I was like, nah, man, you're fine. You just hang out there. Tell me about DJing. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you had the perfect temperament for this because you took no shit from anyone. And if people were trying to, like, get this guy off the court to uh, resume the game. You're like, just shut up and leave me alone and let me tend to this guy's mangled leg, please. Yeah, I currently, every winter I work at a, there's a, the world's tiniest ski resort up in Southern Indiana. Paoli, Paoli Peaks. 305 vertical feet of. of <laughs> wow. And I'm That's on the tiny. Roll up there and it's every season just a 305 foot hill and people get injuries like they've jumped out of a eight story building it's phenomenal yeah that's um, amazing but yeah that, i guess dodgeball gave me a love for people that hurt themselves doing really bizarre sports yeah <laughs> it's funny you would mention that uh, that other injury with the orbital bone because i remember i think it was our first nationals at grand valley state this would have been in 2008 adam martin went up yeah 2009 um we went up there and um I don't remember who we were playing, maybe like Michigan State or somebody, but uh, someone that was standing in front of Adam Martin bent down to pick up a ball and a curve came in and smacked him right in the side of the face. And it was similar to that, what you described, Heiko Beck. His eye swelled pretty much completely shut and was about that big on his face. Now, I don't think he broke his orbital bone, but he couldn't see for like a good like two days after that. Do you remember part two to that story? No, I don't. What happened? <laughs> so Adam's up on the top of the bleachers nursing his injury. He's got a, he's on the ice bag. <laughs> up. And I was like, Hey man, um, we're going to go get lunch. You want to come? He's like, no, I'm just going to sit here. I was like, okay. So I walked down with, uh, I think it was you and with Ben 
we get down to the bottom and I realized I had a, a squishy um, like stress ball. And I was like, oh, I don't want this. So I turned around and I threw it. And I hit him in his other eye <laughs> from like easily fifty feet away. <laughs> he's just he's just around like, out of here, and you just like ah, just like double gun straight up. At him. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, it's just adding insult to injury. But that is Adam. You know, yeah. Only I was gonna say, only Adam Martin would that happen to. So I'm kind of curious, Felix, since you're still really involved with the college dodgeball thing. When we you know, when we were still playing, the kind of attitude people had toward it, where there were a couple teams that took it very seriously, but the vast majority of the league was leaning more towards, was it DePaul? Was DePaul the weird team? Yeah, there? DePaul was the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the court jesters, yeah. if you will. I remember Baby Shark. They, they did Baby Shark well before it was a meme, I guess. Yeah. Um, what is the ratio of teams now that, you know, are super duper serious about it versus the ones that are more, you know, in it for the for the yucks well for the yucks it's still just DePaul. awesome um, you'll cool. be happy to know that they are still just going strong with that <laughs> um a lot of the schools are taking it really seriously now now that we are able to live stream most games there's a lot of film to watch uh so teams have like film nights uh they have plays um everybody's taking it very seriously um there is much i mean it, it, it's not one-sided anymore it's not grand valley and saginaw valley versus everyone else now it's like there are, I'd say, probably 10 legitimate shots uh, for people to win the national championship. Wow, that's awesome. Um, wow. It's no longer a shoe in. Um, the other thing, when we were listening to the the hungover cast, that was the morning after the captain's meeting. And it was really cool listening to that again because we introduced, or there were a couple times where there was a rule infraction on a rule that had been made like the night before which was kind of cool to listen mm-hmm. to like, Oh, Hey, we just saw this happen. It's a new rule from last night. Are there any other major changes that we've seen compared to a decade ago to the, to this? Yeah. So it's, it's no longer 15 on 15. It's 12 on 12. Um, the opening rush doesn't go to the middle. Uh, so the balls, uh, you have three balls on each neutral zone and then four balls in the center because we just had so many people get injured on that opening rush. Yeah. Where people are just checking each other. Yep. Um, and balls uh, on the opening rush are alive when the whistle goes. So um, you have people rushing to get those three balls on their side, and then they're just annihilating and stand off towards the middle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not talking like knees into your face anymore. We're just talking about dodgeballs at point blank range into your face. Yeah, exactly. And I love the lateral super, move. I love yeah, being yeah. super slow on the team because I was never expected to go anywhere in <laughs> the middle because that was just terrifying. Um, uh, I'm trying to think the other um, big problems we had. The big one that we had were like stalemates when it was down to a handful with like the counts for, you know, having to make a legitimate throw. That was where I saw most of like the frustration, I guess, when we were playing where it just turned into like this endless one, you know, both teams just throwing to break the clock. Has there been anything to try to remedy that? The legitimate attempt zone is tighter now uh, rather than it being a step in a lunge, which is what it was. Uh, now it's within, I think, four feet. Uh, so you have to actually make a good attempt to um, to throw at someone. So that's that's a big change. And then another one that's I think it's probably been the biggest change. Uh, there's no more dirty blocking. So dirty blocking was you block a ball as long as it contacts the ball at all, then you're safe. Oh. Uh, now, if I'm holding a ball and I block a ball and I it ricochets off of my blocking ball and hits me that I'm out. What about if it, uh, if it like ricochets off the ball and hits another player, are they out as well? 
No, so you, oh, so so you are the only person that's able to get out on your own block. Okay. Um, I kind of like so that because it, it's it takes some of those judgment calls out. It's like it doesn't matter if it hits your ball. If it hits you at all, you're out. Yeah. My favorite argue calls. Exactly. It's much easier to ref. Throwing. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was going to say it's much easier to ref. Okay. Yeah. My favorite controversial calls were the ones where someone would catch it between their ankles. And the question was like, did it did it hit the ground? Like when you know when was it a dead ball? I remember those arguments mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah. Um, another big change is uh, we move the the throw line from thirty feet to twenty eight feet, so it's a little bit closer. Not much, but uh, those two feet do make a difference for sure. Yeah, I'd say so. Do you still have guys doing the old uh, run and jump kind of suicide to get somebody out? Um. Yeah, actually, we had we had uh, I coach Ohio State's team since I'm up here. And we had someone do that to win a game uh, in the Ohio Dodgeball Cup two months ago. So, nice. So, uh, it's still happening. Is sideline assassinating still a still a strat? I'm sorry. Say that again. Is sideline assassinating still or sideline assassination? Is that still a strat? Are there are uh, there yeah. Tom Schatzingers? Yeah. Is his legacy <laughs> living on? Is what we want to know. There is. Uh, there's a famous video that was on. Um, ridiculousness the rob deerdick show yeah uh where there's an ohio state player named nick foss Knight, and he did that uh and he hit a saginaw valley player perfectly in the nuts i remember that blank range yep it was the guy for saginaw that wore the glasses and had the the shaved yep. head like the black sh- yeah Kyle Foster. Hair. yep 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 <laughs> i've seen that one that one is a very famous uh nut shot probably the most famous nut shot in ncda history so have we had two videos yeah. beyond ridiculousness? Because I remember the backflip game um, that oh, you all were playing UK mm-hmm. where the guy tried to do the backflip and knocked himself out. That was also on ridiculousness. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah. was it you? Was it you who threw that ball at him, Felix? Yep. That's what I thought. You tried to kill him. <laughs> so Felix, you're like a D-list celebrity. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome. You to can't the see club. me. <laughs> you, and, you and Kathy Griffin are on the same level now. That's, you can just see my ball. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, we couldn't see you on the video. So Newton, I want to circle back to something oh because I really am trying to rack my brain as to how you got involved with WKU dodgeball as well. What is the earliest memory that you have of being involved with the college dodgeball program? That's a that's a good question. Um, did you come to a game and we talked to you afterwards and you got involved from there? Did we have a class together? Like, I really am trying to put this together. Well, I was <laughs> OK. So I was before I got kicked out, I was in Gamma Delta with Tyler Jury, Jake Ryle and Josh Wiseman. That's and I don't know if I if I came to a game or or what. I think that was um, it. I think that was it. You were you were buddies with the Fijis because you were in Fiji for a while, and I think you had come to a game. Rip. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is Fiji not around anymore? No, I was no. Okay. I, they, they saw you. to it that I was not. Yes, I got it. <laughs> so the Fiji are still going strong, and they, yeah, they're doing like great. If, it if it, I'm so glad we got rid of that Zach Newton guy, so we could maintain yeah. and be a strong dead uh, weight is what they yeah. call that. Now. <laughs> so I think that's what it was. I think me my whole life. We had done that before. Like uh, I think Jared Silverthorne and Andrew Swanson came out and were filming a game for like one of their classes or something. And they ended up playing for years and years after that. So that did happen occasionally where people would come watch games and then they would get involved with the program after that. So I think that's what it was. We found like it was me and Ben Subcheck, who is my roommate at the time. Mm-hmm. We found like a tag 
on under like a car windshield or something. It was we were like we were in the parking garage, yeah. And we were used to seeing ones that were just for like horrible like mixtape release parties or we were like dodgeball. So many I remember we, we saw it and we were like, that sounds lame as hell. We should go check that out. And then we showed up, and we're like, there's a catapult. What the hell? This is awesome. Yeah, the Rob 9000. Yeah, that was me. I remember printing those off. I think it was on yellow paper, yep. printing it off at my parents' house and then cutting it up and bringing it and putting it under all the windshield wipers of all the cars in the parking structure. Yeah, I had the the one that we picked up because we I took it back to my dorm. I stuck it on my desk and it just it stayed there basically until I graduated. Like that, thing, <laughs> that, that little pamphlet moved with my desk. And That's then at some great. point when I left for Japan, it got thrown away but i had that thing for years that's amazing yeah so that was like i was definitely not the best player i was not um you know the the one out like leading the charge and getting a bunch of kills and racking up stats but i was a hell of a recruiter and so that was one of the surefire strategies i had was uh, let's pull in people from the stands who want to play. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's let's take the first year group that we had that was mainly garbage and pull out the few players in Tom Schatzinger and Adam Martin that actually were good contributors. <laughs> and then uh, let's let's do the old, uh, you know, just blanket the campus with flyer strategy. And it worked out pretty well. And, and, and mm-hmm. so yourself sure you were a hell of a captain as well the, given the I mean, if you look at the the range of personalities that we had on that team, there are not many human beings on earth alive or dead that could have corralled those people. And I remember we, we started a ton of fun, but every now and then, especially at tournaments, if it was like down to the wire, when it was like, Hey, you know, we can pull out a win if we'll focus up. And I remember when you would go into, you know, remember the Titans mode and <laughs> like and people would listen in, even the couple of people on our team, I'm not going to name any names who did not listen to anybody. Or oh, Matt, Matt Parsons and Zach Byrne. Yeah. <laughs> Are they still like just 800 pound hulking beasts of uh, Zach's still a big dude. Yeah. Awesome. I, uh, yeah. I saw his picture when I was putting together their dentistry website and I saw Matt Parsons not too long ago as well. And yes, he's still very large because he <laughs> plays, he plays um, rugby. I'm pretty sure. Of up course in the- I just remember like for tournaments or whatever, we'd have like a big game and neither of them would be there. And it was like, I mean, I'm not going to say anything to them. Like, it'd be nice if they would show up. <laughs> I don't want to make them angry, but like I, I, I remember when it, when it was yeah. time to like to, you know, get set and play dodgeball. You did a phenomenal job corralling a bunch of very strong personalities. So, yeah, it was like hurting, hurting cats most of the time. But it was because uh, no, you could you could beat a cat in a fight. I don't think you would have <laughs> had a chance against a lot of those guys. Well, and the thing was, too, we. We, we we did a good job like keeping the 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 assholes and the shitheads away for the most part. Like we really didn't like suffer fools that much. And if uh, yeah, except for Newton, um, <laughs> if uh, you know if if you were a problem child, you probably saw yourself out or we exited you at some point. Uh, but we always yeah had a good blend of personalities that really you know not a lot of like soul crushing team spirit killing people on the team so um i was i was very very proud of that as well but um well felix let's jump into some of these questions that we had here we had a couple crowdsourced questions from the regular average <laughs> joe's hosts 
Hey, 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 that's uh, that'll probably be a 30 minute segment for us. Hold on, let me let me give you the best part of the two questions. <laughs> this is so, a good so Felix sent us this Google Doc that we're that we're using as this agenda. I probably a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, and I was like, holy shit, there's two questions. That's two more questions than I thought we'd have. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Felix goes, I haven't shared it with anybody yet. I'm going to put it on all the social media channels and see if anybody wants to add anything. Exactly. Questions did we get from uh, Hold on. I didn't look at it thinking, I want to be pleasantly surprised. (laughs) And lo and behold, I opened it today in the McDonald's (laughs) drive-thru, and there were... Two questions. You were surprised, just not pleasantly. No, I sent them a message and I was like, Do you guys remember that two questions joke I made a couple days ago? Let's pretend I made it for the first time just now. It worked beautifully. Yeah. I love it. So hey, hey, it's good though. You know, we don't need we don't need a lot of questions to to no. monologue for a long time. Uh you, you got, go listen to some of those old episodes if you need proof of that. Yeah. So Felix, what's this what's this first oh, question there. we got here? Uh, the first question is from Shadid Drakeford, and he asks, what made you interested in dodgeball? So I can go so, first. Uh, Raymond, we'll start with you. Yeah, so this um, – I played dodgeball all growing up. I don't know if that was the same for you all, but that was uh, – my high school baseball coach was my middle school PE teacher, and I can remember he loved to just go in his office and work on the game plan for – he was also the middle school football coach. So he would go in there and work on the football practice plan or work on the baseball practice plan. He'd just roll out the dodgeballs. He had a little window in his office where he could see out into the gym. And he would just sit there and watch us play dodgeball for all of the middle school gym period. So I always loved dodgeball growing up. I was really good at it. What made me want to actually start the team uh, before I got to Western, it was the summer after my senior year of high school. And um, there was a big dodgeball tournament that First Baptist Church here in Bowling Green put on. And I gathered up a bunch of my degenerate buddies to come out there and play. And we ran roughshod over this little group of like church mice teams. And uh, we were very much reviled, you know, because we were all pretty athletic guys. A lot of these teams were not. And so we just destroyed them. They didn't have golden wrenches, but they had golden spoons. And so we won the golden spoons. And that is what actually ended up kind of springboarding me into college to want to start the dodgeball club. And we actually had a club my freshman year that was made up, I believe, of eight teams of like six to eight people that would play each other every Sunday. It wasn't until my sophomore year in 2007 that we started the actual team that joined the NCDA. So that's how I got into dodgeball. What about you, Heiko Beck? Um, I, I was looking for a club that was enjoyable. Every like club or group that I'd gone to had been really like contentious, and they spent so much time arguing about who should do what. I was like, this isn't fun at all. And I said that movie was still super popular, uh, so went and uh, I was like, dodgeball, sure, that sounds fun, cool. And then showed up and was like, oh, this is so awesome! Like it's it's so much more intense, and all the characters that were playing, and then seeing how passionate you were about it, Raymer, I was like, oh, like he's gonna make this fun no matter what. So I was drawn to it just because it was the perfect mix of like intense and laid back at the same time. I think. Yeah. So Newton, again, um, what was? I, I'm curious what it was that made you want to invest your time in being part of the club, even tangentially speaking, like his parole officer said it counted as community. Yeah, no, I needed, I needed an outlet for my time that wasn't all based on drinking. I think it was part of it. 
Um, I mean, maybe a little bit based on drinking is fine, but all based on drinking was a problem. Um, no, I, I wanted something to do. I, I had had some radio and broadcasting experience and fun stuff like that, but never anything. Not, I don't want to say serious because I don't know that this was totally serious. Um, but I'd never had anything that was. Uh, I guess actually productive. And then you, I, I remember I played a lot of ultimate Frisbee my freshman year. That was my big physical activity, but all the guys in the ultimate Frisbee club were dicks. And then I remember like coming to dodgeball and you guys were being like, well, what do you, can you do that? And they were like, he's funny. And you were like, we'll host a podcast. And I was like, I don't know shit about dodgeball. You made me start my Twitter. <laughs> okay. And you told me to tweet about dodgeball and I did not. <laughs> it's true you did not you did not listen to anything that i ever you said. told me to tweet about dodgeball that's not totally accurate i listen to some things uh i don't know i'd have to look up how many tweets i have now but it's in the many thousands of tweets like you gave me an outlet like twitter turned into an outlet for my comedy and other bullshit like way before I had like another outlet for my comedy and or bullshit. Sounds like Josh just unleashed a plague onto the internet. Is what yeah, he really did. Like you made <laughs> a series of mistakes in giving me any kind of opened the door and booted typhoid uh, Mary out to the general. Public. Still, Seriously. still using the blue snowball. Though. Oh man. I remember that bad boy. Um, it's, I it's, got mine. It's a great USB bike. Uh, it works great for all kinds of stuff. Um, but no, I, you guys were so welcoming. I, and I mean, I knew like half the team anyway. And, and Alex and I, I think hit it off. That was the thing that, that made me, I guess, get actually interested in dodgeball is that everybody around dodgeball was like you said, just so cool and so welcoming. It was so fun. And even people at other, you know, like I, I was in Chicago for a wrestling show because I'm that guy. And uh, me and some friends went to Chicago for the AEW pay-per-view that was up there in August. And I didn't, I wasn't able to, to meet up with Jack Young because we were staying in the suburbs. And he was kind of more like downtown, like the cool part of Chicago. And it was like an hour trip. And we were just like, no, we're tired and drunk and we've been watching wrestling. And But just talking to him and like catching up, like it's such a cool group of people like across the country. Um like I still talk to Mike McCarthy sometimes we've been going back and forth kind of about dodgeball related stuff and in, in the build up to this podcast a little bit. Um, but it's just, it's just that atmosphere was so cool. And then you gave me like a, I guess a platform where I, I was not an athlete. I was not going to play dodgeball. I did get on the floor at one game. You did. And Mike McCarthy hit me directly in the heart and I left immediately. <laughs> um, but like it, it was it was so much fun just to be around those people. You know, I, what a little I remember of the Bowling Green Ohio Nationals was like just us cutting up and goofing off in the car. The whole like we listened to Wizard People, Dear Reader by Brad Neely and like had head. to pull over because we were crying from laughing so hard. You're getting so mad because we couldn't find anywhere to get food. Everywhere we stopped to get food, it was like everything here has gravy on it. Is there any like <laughs> normal food anywhere around here? Nope. It's all gravy covered. Uh, I just, if I may, real quick, I wanted to share a supportive yeah. Zach Newton memory. Uh, not too terribly long after after we I finished with the dodgeball thing, there was a uh, a baseball team there in Bowling Green, the Hot Rods. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, That's right. That had auditions for their announcer. Does this ring a bell? Zach? Yeah, yeah. And they had like a tryout 
kind of thing for commentators. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to make sure I'm remembering this right. Yeah, all this is accurate so far. And they had a bunch of these stodgy old white men that went out with their like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, next up to bat. And it was just boring. Zach came out and gave a a an EGOT-worthy performance. Perfectly, like perfect jokes. It was family-friendly. It was hilarious. Everyone was cutting up. And they still hired some boring-ass old white guy for it. There is no... Yeah. Justin, this is why I don't vote in elections anymore. Everything is <laughs> politics are stamps. I just wanted to say the, the the enjoyment that I got out of being because I'm not nearly as quick witted or funny, uh, but like being next to Zach for that. It was the same same way I thought about being on the team, like on the team again with people, like being part of a team with people that are so amazing at it. Being on a team with Zach as well, you're still one of the funniest dudes I know. Well, thank you. Uh, so it was nice being around. Again, just such an awesome, like everyone on that team had, like there was something special about every person on that team, even the ones I was afraid of. So <laughs> I, I will, I will give you this. So I, I did not get the hot rods gig. Um, probably Again, honestly, there's no, no, no justice, no peace. We should have burned that. Stadium. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, like I said earlier, I'm a graphic designer. I work in Louisville, but as a, I, I don't want to call it a side hustle because they don't, you know, they, it's a high school job, so they don't pay me a lot. Um, I do uh, basketball commentary, like not commentary, but like the PA, like in stadium stuff uh, for John Harden. Mm-hmm. Go dogs. And um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I know there's another cheap plug for you, but they went 35 and one last year. Dang. And they nice. lost in the state tournament to uh, a kid who just had the game of his life. Um, and then they win. I think they only lost three games this year. They got knocked out of the region tournament by a team with a kid that's going to U of L next year. Who's really, really good. Um, but I got to call, uh, live on the radio. They gave me a live microphone on radio for the fifth region basketball tournament. They obviously had never listened to the average. (laughs) Uh, No, no, I did not tell them about the podcast at all. (laughs) Um, no, I kept it very clean. I, I did, uh, I did corpse the guy doing play by play like four times. I made a lethal weapon joke and he actually stopped mid-sentence and started cracking up on air <laughs> there you go um so like it, it, but i i wouldn't have the confidence to do the stuff that i get to do now with the panache that i get to do it if you raymer didn't give me despite like i was a, a shithead forever um <laughs> despite that, like the platform that you gave me, like, uh, yeah, I didn't get to play dodgeball and I didn't learn some athletic skill. Like don't put me in an NCAA commercial, you know, for going pro for something outside of my sport, but like the, the, the platform and the sounding board to be the kind of person that I just wanted to be, not the one that I guess people expected me to be or, or what people thought I should be doing. Like you gave me an opportunity to explore that. And I have more fun now doing that stuff than I do just about anything else. Um, I'll send you a video. I bought giant fog geysers because I thought it would be funny to have those. Um, and it is. It's very funny. Um, you can make yourself look like Goldberg walking into a room. It's great. Um, but we use them for starting lineups. And I, just the, the the stuff that we do at John all directly stems from what could I have done with Western Dodgeball if we had had a budget? That's, <laughs> That's right. really what – If we had had any money. Yeah, what do we have left in the tank for the pyro budget for the yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'll send you a video. They're great. Like, oh, yeah. the lights, do the whole thing. Oh, That's it's great. phenomenal. How much, how much does a set of those bad boys cost? I got the ones I got from a guy that I knew who was going to get rid of them anyway. They cost me like 600 bucks. 
but there's two of them. They shoot fog like f- between eight and 15 feet in the air. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, That's a bargain at 600 bucks. Yeah. Oh, highway robbery. What I did, but no, dude, I, I had so much fun doing this and I met some people. It's like I said, you know, we dropped into this conversation and we're talking like we had talked yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely have nothing but love for all you guys. I really rave like now that I'm old looking back on it, like I was such an ass hat. Um, <laughs> but you you weathered that storm. I don't know if it was for the good or the, the worse for dodgeball as a whole, but you weathered that storm and let me and Alex and sometimes Felix when he was around kind of just go nuts and do whatever we wanted to. <laughs> and you just hoped for the best and that it would be vaguely dodgeball related. And so thanks for that. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't trade my average Joe's experience for anything. Yeah, it was fun, man. I mean, that was the thing was I've learned this, too, because I have I have a podcast now and I don't think I'd be doing that if I hadn't started that podcast uh, over a decade ago. And what I've realized is that with stuff like that, like podcasting or any kind of uh, content that you're putting out, people want to be entertained being informed is fine, but at least with a podcast, my philosophy now that I have a show is we're going to inform people. We're going to teach people some stuff. They're going to come away knowing something that they didn't know before, but if they're not entertained, they are not going to consistently come back and check out your show. And so that's why I always was just like, Hey, let it rip guys, go have fun. Because I knew if you could make people laugh, you'd make them want to keep listening. Especially because there wasn't always news in college. No, no, it was no. Like, All right, what do we have this week? It's like, oh, the tournament is now. Last week we reported how the tournament was three months away. This now we get to report that it's two months away. And that's looking forward to that one. Back to you, <laughs> right? That was, yeah. Do you, um, do you even remember what the question was anymore? Sorry, we kind of blocked you out there. Also, hold on. I want to oh. interrupt one more time. Raymer, <laughs> thank you for having a professionally produced ad done for that time that I started an Uber. Like I started Uber before that was a thing. <laughs> you did. I want credit for that. You were, not you were five years ahead of the curve well, there. Years ahead of the curve. Like how when you came up with it, it was potentially a felony. And now someone's made a yeah, huge business right? out of it. And I think you were just running an illegal taxi service. That's though. all you I were mean, doing. Yeah. Which is really what Uber is. There was no like app or anything like that. It was just Paul Newton. But I remember the ad. It was like the topper taxi, the only way to make it home when you're smash face. Oh, dude. That, <laughs> the Lee guy that did the voiceovers for this podcast just rubbed so much grease on that it's oh, so fantastic. do you know I, what his last name was uber lee uber yeah it's lee uber that was what the, guy, this who is the guy what if you find out that he he was like you know i think there's something to this topic i'll yeah. fight him in the street that's, that's why word. it's called uber he started and named it after himself <laughs> oh that's gross All right, but yeah so, it was yeah, super yeah so felix i do want to ask you the same question because i don't know if you shared this before how did you get interested in dodgeball um, I did it as a way to avoid going to youth group. I didn't want to go to church. <laughs> and, uh, dodgeball was on the same nights as youth group. And so I told my mom, uh, it, I was in high school when I started playing. Uh, I played all four years competitively in high school. And I, I told my mom, I was like, well, I don't have many friends. And maybe I can make friends playing dodgeball. I was like, oh, okay. And so I... I, I did it that way. Um, and then when I went to WKU, I was just going around the whatever it's called, the, uh, the involvement fair and, uh, Zach Parsons and Tom Schatzinger, uh, pulled me in. They're like, Hey, do you want to play dodgeball? I was like, I already play dodgeball. They're like, no, no, like this. 
Do you want somebody to grip throw against the wall? <laughs> it's like, yep, this is this is what I want to be. I remember. I, I remember. So I have my memories weird. I have very vivid memories of various random things, and I have a very vivid memory of the first practice that we had that season where Felix came. So this would have been my junior year. Felix, I think it was your freshman year. You were yep. like skinny. Like just broomstick skinny. You had the long hair back then. Smellers. Yeah, you were sitting there whipping a ball against the wall. You had that sidearm kind of like throw like this at that point. And you were just sitting there. And I was like, who is this goober that with the long hair that's come in <laughs> for practice? <laughs> and little did I know it was the future NCDA president, Felix Peroni, that was in our midst. From humble beginnings. I remember being really upset about that practice because it was the it was Sunday of uh, Labor Day weekend. And it's like, I could have stayed home for another day, but I'm going to come back for dodgeball, I guess. So I came back a day early with uh, nothing open on campus food-wise just to play dodgeball. But it ended up being a pretty good decision. Pretty good decision. I'm glad you did it. Fresh food company all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, fresh. That was uh, that was the spot on. Uh, so, on so much cereal from that place. Oh God, oh. I know, right? So many cups and and silverware. Uh, so, what's our second question here, Felix? As he frantically opens uh, the doc back up. Huh? Oh, oh, we're losing him. Oh, so I think out there. The, so no. yeah, tr- try again. Wait, Felix. Oh, he's frozen. So the second question is, do you keep up with the NCDA at all anymore? Uh, Zach, we'll start with you. Uh, do you keep up with it still? I still follow it on Twitter. I kind of see what's going on. Um, I don't I don't keep up with as much as I'd like to. It's I guess it's harder because I my dodgeball mother church no longer exists, um, which is sad. Um, I knew that I knew that Western's team had had closed up shop. Um, and so I guess, I, you know, I don't have the connections anymore to really stay actively involved with it. Um, you know, I would I, I Felix, you can confirm this. Maybe do Kentucky and Louisville still have teams. I, if any of those guys see this uh, and, and need any of our services, I think that any of us would be glad to help in whatever capacity we could. Um, I, so I, UK I, still has a team. U of L does not. Okay. Western does not. But I'm pretty sure, Felix, you, I think you might be frozen. But if you're not, nod your head if they still have a team. <laughs> Blink no. twice if you're okay, buddy. <laughs> no, he's frozen. Um, so I'm pretty I'm sure really UK still freeze. Yeah, he does. Look it's at a very that. good freeze. Yeah, it's good. So, um, yeah. Uh, so you still keep up with it on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, Twitter and Facebook. I see the stuff on social media. I'll, I'll watch the the highlight videos and stuff. But in terms of like, could I break down nationals this year? No. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was the extent of my involvement as well. I still follow the Twitter account. Um, and then the where I got uh, added, where I got back into it in, in earnest was uh, last year for nationals. Um, I think. Felix and I talked about this after the fact they um, and if we can get Felix to rejoin, he can, he can add more detail to this, but maybe uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can no, hear you no, now. No, no. So um, Felix, I, I was telling them I got back in on the NCDA 
I think I had seen the, the tweet that you all put out from Nationals. This was when uh, Towson beat GVSU. Mm-hmm. And you all had paid a company that typically did um, like esports broadcasts. They were looking to branch out into sports, if I'm not mistaken. And you guys worked out a really nice deal for them to do a professional broadcast from the national tournament. And so I was able to pull it up on my phone because you guys had it live streaming on YouTube and watch it on my TV. And it was the most professional broadcast that I have ever seen the NCDA put out. And I was so freaking thrilled and impressed. I called Felix right away and we sat there and talked for probably an hour about how great that broadcast looked. Cause that was like the moment I felt like that we had been waiting for all of us from that first nationals in 2011, where we were live streaming on our phones and the quality was not great. And we were just doing commentary from behind the phone into the speaker to that moment right there where I think Felix, didn't you say they laid like five miles of cables? Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had uh, three static cameras on the court. Uh, They had two wide, what is it? Wide lens cameras. Wide angle lens. Yeah. Yeah. So they can get the entire court in one camera, which was incredible. And then, uh, yeah, they had, I think a staff of 12 people. Jesus. But they had like, they had like halftime, like they were throwing it back up, uh, to, uh, the guy from grand Valley there who was doing the, uh, the halftime production. Yeah. They had, uh, they had instant replays that they did, uh, after the game, uh, or like highlight reels. They, we had, uh, we had a professional, um, game caster come in and he, he called the tournament. Uh, he knew nothing about dodgeball at all, but he was like such a pro that it sounded like he did. It he did. Was, he asked all the right questions. Cause we had someone there uh, from the NCDA that we rotated in and out. They helped him with the game. So Gar was his name. He would, he would just like say, Oh man, that was a great hit. And then uh, also uh, Kevin, can you explain to me what you would do in this situation? And so by the end of the tournament, he knew the game perfectly. And he was great. Championship game like a pro. So So is that, is that footage on YouTube, Felix? Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, find it on YouTube. I think it's on Twitch and Facebook live. Also, That's amazing. I I have Uh, never been more proud of the NCDA than that moment. I know it was a, a hefty investment, but you can point to that when you're talking about recruiting schools and say, do you want to see what the college dodgeball is all about? Go watch this nationals broadcast that we did. That looks better than a lot of other professionally produced sports. And you can see what this is all about in crystal clear HD with professional commentary and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really incredible. Um, we had a lot of hurdles getting through, uh, getting to that, uh, the morning that the tournament was supposed to start on Sunday morning, uh, all of Facebook globally went down for two hours. <laughs> and it's oh my like, gosh. all right, I guess we're going to, uh, we didn't, we weren't even planning on streaming to YouTube, but the guys that were running the production company uh, pulled it out of their, their butts. Yeah. They were able to put us on their Twitch channel and then also throw it up on YouTube um, because who would have thought that that would have been the the one time Facebook right. would go down to the entire world? Well, and if you all had just been doing it yourself, 
you oh, might have yeah. just thrown in the towel and just said, all right, guys, not going to happen. Sorry. Maybe we'll try to figure something out. But because it was the one time that you had paid for a professional company to come in, they were able to pivot for you guys. So, um, Heichelbeck, what about you? What what what's your uh, what's your status as far as keeping up with the league? Yeah. If this tells you what a rich, full oyster my life has become, the only two pages that I get push notifications from on Facebook are uh, Bon Appetit magazine and uh uh the national college dodgeball association so those are the only notifications i get that's is, amazing. Uh, when there's a new recipe for how to preserve candied figs uh and when college dodgeball was going on and it's been so cool seeing all those videos and like i said i, I haven't really kept up with like rule changes which is why a lot of times when i'm watching the videos i'm like what's what's going on here um so it was nice to have felix kind of elucidate those a little bit but yeah i still love watching it even though I was not a phenomenal player, it's still something that was such an important part of my like kind of college time. And then seeing how it's continued to grow and spread is just awesome. Like it's such a fond memory. So. Yeah, I agree. And that is what is so cool is that even though we're not involved anymore in terms of uh, with any kind of school or with the NCDA, we still get to watch it from a distance and root it on and really get excited for these moments like nationals 2019, where they have this incredible broadcast or come down and check out, you know, the, the national tournament there in 2015 at Western and, and pitch in and help out where we can. And so it is, what is so cool, I mentioned earlier that dodgeball is the most inclusive sport on the planet. It's also the the college ranks, at least, the most inclusive community that I think I've ever been a part of. Because once you're in, once you're part of that college dodgeball community, those are friends for life, man. Like you said, Zach, we dropped right into this conversation. I haven't talked to you guys in probably like I don't know, like since the alumni game, uh, Alex and Newton, I don't know the last time we spoke, but it was like we picked right up like we'd seen each other last week. And that's just the way it is with college dodgeball buddies, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I mean, like uh, half of my wedding party were guys that I met through dodgeball. Um, (laughs) And even like Andrew Swanson and Jared Silverthorne, they went to my high school. They were a year older than me. I played soccer with them in high school. I hated those guys. <laughs> those are cool guys. They're, they're drinking on the weekend, having sex with girls. And, <laughs> I'm uh, sure Kendall will love to hear this. I'm gonna yeah, say thing, a few things that Felix is definitely not down for. <laughs> yeah. But it, no yeah, sex and, on the weekends, only during the week. <laughs> no boozing and no premaritals on the weekends, boys. <laughs> but I hated them. And then who comes in to, they, they come in my sophomore year uh, and start playing dodgeball. It's like, oh, okay, these guys aren't so bad. And then I end up moving in with them. And the next thing you know, you're drinking and laying pipe on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so dodgeball is a gateway. It is. Oh. It's a gateway to other activities. I will say, I still see Swanson all the time. He lives like uh, like 10 minutes down the road from me. So we see him all the time. And it is funny, Felix. I remember you telling me that at one point that you actually hated those guys in high school. <laughs> so it's uh, it's amazing how dodgeball can bring former enemies together. Yeah. So there's some of like uh, my best friends and um, I mean, I wouldn't have had that opportunity to, I guess, rekindle a relationship with them um, had it not been for dodgeball. And then, um, I mean, I I met my wife at a dodgeball tournament 
Um, I don't know if, if Zach and Alex, if you guys heard the story, but no. uh, my, my last year of grad school, we were up at Kent State uh, for a tournament, and uh, we were at the after party because Kent State was known for their their parties and just being jolly gentlemen. Um, well, Christine is was friends or was roommates with people who are friends with the dodgeball team, and she just happened to be at that party, and that's how we met. And so it's just like. It, it, it's pretty fitting that I meet my wife through dodgeball, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, wasn't there, was there cookies involved? Am I remembering this wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm allergic to walnuts and um, she thought I was cute. So she was the one who approached me. I mean, I don't mean to brag. I, I think Whoa. you're a handsome guy, Felix. I've said this for I heard, years. I heard that sentence wrong. I was like, I'm allergic to walnuts. So she approached me. She was like, that guy's <laughs> allergic to walnuts. I'm going to break me off. Die, 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 die. <laughs> no, I'm not good at segues. Um, so she, uh, she had a plate of walnut cookies and she was passing them around. She was like, Hey, you want one? I was like, yeah, I want a cookie. Of course. I'm 12 Budweiser's in. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Cookies are great. <laughs> uh, so I take a bite of the cookies and my tongue starts tingling. It's like, hmm, I don't, I don't know about this anymore. Um, Anaphylaxis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being okay. But yeah, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't like your tongue didn't swell up and you suffocated. That would have been a yeah. horrible way to go. <laughs> It'd be really impressive if you were doing the podcast today, though, if you had died of anaphylaxis. Yeah, exactly. Years ago. Is, mine's not quite dodgeball related, but the first like first full night that I spent with my wife, we had, she's allergic to alcohol, which is incredibly rare. Wow. Uh, and we'd been out, we were out with a bunch of other friends at a bar in Japan and someone had like a drink up in the air and spilled it all over. And so she like books it outside and I was like, that's bad. So I ran outside and she's like outside struggling to breathe. Oh my gosh. Uh, and so luckily I had my first aid kit in my car. So I went and like basically crushed up um, some allergy pills and she, you know, got those in her. And so I spent the rest of the night just like help her. And then like, not even a year after that, we'd started dating and I was in town. I lived like an hour and a half away from the city where she lived, but I was up there for a meeting and I get a phone call from her. Uh, and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? And she says, I've been in an accident. There's blood everywhere. And then she hangs up on me. <laughs> and so I'm just like, and I'm wearing like a suit. Like I just come out of a meeting. I was in a suit. And so I'm like calling her back in a panic and she won't answer her phone. So finally she answers. I was like, what is going on? She's like, oh, sorry, I had to hang up. The police are here. They're trying to make me get in an ambulance, but I don't want to get in an ambulance. So I rushed to where she is. She'd been on her bike and had gone around a corner and had collided with another bike. And she had gone over the handlebars, completely torn up, like her face, her leg, everything. Oh. But she didn't want to get in the ambulance because she didn't have health insurance. So same thing. I sit on the sidewalk and like patch her up while these cops are standing and like leering, trying to like physically move her. And so I like got in between a bunch of cops and my future wife. And then took her back to her apartment and took care of her for the weekend. And now we're married. So <laughs> that's a beautiful story. I love yeah, that. Sorry, it has nothing to do with dodgeball, but it's a it's a unique, a unique how we met story, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just when you crush up pills and like give them and pour them on, on something. Yeah, it was like a much, way. a much friendlier, like Cosby kind of meat thing. Yeah, it was it was happening where the party where Felix was, 12 beers in, then uh, <laughs> after alcohol had been poured on you. That's crazy, man. Just walnuts or any other tree nuts? Uh, just walnuts and then an uh, assortment of tropical fruits. So coconuts, uh, avocados, coconuts, mangoes. Well, let's not. Let's not. 
cast aspersions on tropical fruit. Well, fuck coconut. about coconut the same way you do the state of Ohio? Uh, yeah. I'd take Ohio before I'd take coconut. Dang, that's... <laughs> that's, that's harsh, man. I do remember of your many hatreds, Tom Brady in the state of Ohio. Uh, I, you know, I, my state of... The, so the Ohio thing's funny. Um, because one of my best friends lives there now, but after I moved back home and and kind of settled in, uh, I started a pop punk band and we toured a little bit. Is this box wine? This was box wine. I, I remember that. Of, I was in a bunch of box wine. And uh, we played a show in Ohio, and uh, a guy beat the piss out of our bassist, and <laughs> because of course he did, because we were in Ohio. Uh, the irony being, he was from Ohio, um, which he's a piece of shit anyway. And I'd say, I love that guy, um, but no, he, uh, I, uh, I DJed his uh, wedding reception, and his mom is probably still mad at me. Um, <laughs> But no, like the worst memories I have in that band, almost all of them happened in Ohio. Like it's just a bad state for me. I yeah. don't know. I mean, the Reds play there and the Bengals and I hate the Bengals and the Reds just depress me. And then it's just it's an awful place. If I didn't have to go to Ohio ever, I won't. I have a contentious <laughs> relationship with the state of Indiana. So I just yeah. I, I don't like Indiana. The best part of Indiana is the last five miles before the Kentucky border or the yeah, border. It's once you can start seeing Louisville. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, right. Indiana is a dump, but it's not Ohio. That's and true. None of them are West Virginia. That's a new hate. Um, <laughs> but if you are a university in any of those states that would like to start a NCDA team, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm don't like Do that. Don't call me. I am not the one. I am not your boy. So, all right, Ringer, I've got one for you. Yeah, you can get sent in, but I'm curious if you. So, with your 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 little one, uh, Paxton, when Paxton's old enough to to go off to university, and Paxton's like, "Hey, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about joining, you know, the uh, the dodgeball team here." Would you? turn him away so he doesn't end up like all of us. <laughs> a degenerate. Just train wrecks all around. Like, I'm going to yeah. sit here while you smoke the whole carton kind of thing. <laughs> no, I would be very disappointed if he didn't join his uh, university's dodgeball team, if there was one there. So no, I would absolutely, I would be thrilled. I'd be the crazy dad on the sideline, the, you know, yelling pointers at the whole team throughout the entire game. So the dad that gets banned from showing yes. us. I'm so, getting tossed. This is this is eight and unders dodgeball. You've really got to you've got to tone it down, sir. Yeah, sir. This is a Wendy's drive-through. You have to go. <laughs> I can see you on the sideline, just standing with your hands on your hips, just screaming. It's like, why are you listening to me? I'm Yoda. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Have you heard yeah. my rap album? Yeah. I invented this. Don't. <laughs> so yes, I would I would be thrilled if he if he got to join the dodgeball fraternity with this old man. Um, so. Guys, let's put a bow on this. I want to, Felix, do me this favor. If Nationals ends up happening, and even if it doesn't, the next big tournament uh, that maybe involves some teams that we would know about, I'd love to get together. And I don't know how we could do this technologically speaking. It may not be possible. Maybe this is a pipe dream. But I'd love to get this group back together next time there's some dodgeball action and have a little three-man booth with you two gentlemen to call some dodgeball action because this has been a lot of fun. I don't, I didn't realize how much I had missed this until we got back on mic here and started yeah. spitting because this has I been a, a lot of fun. Would. 
<laughs> I can't of believe course. we haven't triggered your PTSD yet. Like, <laughs> no, man, this is this is so, his, his therapist told him he really needed to do this. I was a bully. That's the only <laughs> way you can describe it. During the drunk podcast, there's one part where I was ignoring you. Go, hey, fat, and I go, what? I go, How did I miss you to that? Goes, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It was so defeating. It was like finally resonating. Like, ah, he's beat me. I've been beat. Yes. You <laughs> answered to fat. Uh, I've been I've been ignoring you for years. I finally answered to it. I was like, he's one. This is he's one. That's right. So so my favorite memory of that pocket, I'm gonna cut you off real quick because this needs if you don't listen to the whole thing and you shouldn't, it's abhorrent. (laughs) I cannot I've never been so ashamed to have re-listened to things I said in my life. And I've said horrible things. Um there's a moment in that game where Adam Martin had painted himself like a raccoon because Adam Martin of course. And he gets hit in the face so hard that there is an indelible print on the ball. There's photos of it. They stopped the game for like five minutes and we're just <laughs> screaming. Just like Alex leaves the booth to go oh, take a picture. I had to go see it. It was like the yeah. Shroud of Turin. I had to go check it out, <laughs> make sure it was a real thing. And like that kind of stuff, like I don't I don't think that it's really cool that Dodgeball now seems like it's grown up in a lot of ways. Um but the it really feels like dodgeball then and now, I guess if my, my biggest perspective shift, and I know that I'm like rehashing cause we covered this like 30 minutes ago is uh dodgeball. Then was the ABA it's and true. dodgeball now is the NBA. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like, like everything now is amazing. Like the, the, the streaming stuff from last year and just, just the way that it's grown is really cool to see, but it's so cool to be like, I was a cog in the early wheel for no reason that any of us can really discern. Um, but it was just so cool to like, to see this thing all big and grown up that like you helped a bit, like, even if nobody now knows me and that's fine, if they don't, I was a turd, but like, <laughs> it, it's so cool just to see this thing that like I was a part of at some point grow up. Um, and I, 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 I'm just, I'm so thrilled to have been a part of all of this. Agreed. hundred percent. It's, and it's one of those things. Yeah. Like nobody, it's fine. If nobody remembers or knows who we are, what we contributed, just the fact that they stand on what we did and helped contribute to this league and to this game and to this program, you know, a, a, a decade ago is, is really cool. And now we get to just stand back like proud grandparents and just watch these kids now play. And it's so much fun, man. The level of, of athleticism is through the roof. Now, like all of these kids are like college athletes and it's incredible to watch. So Felix, can we make this happen? Can we get a live stream with me and these two dodgeball degenerates? for the next big tournament you guys have. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, close to you guys, let's see, there's uh, Kentucky and then uh, University of Cincinnati. Uh, they have a team, and so... Perfect. We can cheer on you, uh, UK for once since they're playing against an Ohio team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm and game. I know if that means we have to go to Ohio, I've got some extra tramadol that I can give to Zach to keep to try to keep those <laughs> demons at bay if we're in Ohio. Is that in your magical first aid kit? It is. I got all kinds of stuff in there. A little bit of Narcan because if we're up in Ohio, that might be a problem too. <laughs> Cincinnati's barely Ohio. So <laughs> be fine. That's true. Cincinnati is to Ohio what Louisville is to literally every other part of Kentucky. 
that's true. All right, guys. Well, let's put a bow on it here. Uh, like I said, I will dig up some of these photos from both the 2009 photo shoot as well as the podcast photo shoot. We'll share that out whenever the episode goes live. Zach, Alex, Felix, thank you all for uh, getting on here and reliving some of these memories with me. Thanks for the invite. You all are the ones who reached out to me about this. Really appreciate you guys, including me. And uh, we'll do it again here soon. Absolutely. So signing off for Zach, Alex, and Felix, this is Jazzy Josh Raymer. We will see you guys from the UK Cincinnati game here later this fall. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening to Average Joe's podcast. Be sure to check out more episodes of Average Joe's on iTunes or our website, ncdadodgeball.com. Until next time, just remember the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and die. Bye-bye.